Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, I'm Grongi Maguire, and this is Chantelle Fiducci and Pate. Hello. We bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way they were. Chantal, what have you been stunning this week and what are you trying to break up with? This week I have been standing along with, I think, everyone else in the Western world, Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. Have you seen the pictures? They are too beautiful. How is this possible? But in the same way, we've earned it. Do you think he suddenly looks 17 again? He looks like a child. Like he suddenly is super muscular. He shaved his head again. He's so much better with her than... Jessie J. She also Mm-mm-mm. somehow looks more mature, more older. Now she's teaching him the ways of the female body, sensuality somewhat. I see her teaching him meditation and yoga and he teaches her how to like, you know, break dance. It's going to be a real meeting of minds between those two that I reckon will last ballpark probably six months and I'm here for it. Those six months are going to be great. They're going to be great. What about you? This week I am stunning messages from the universe. Sounds like I'm making it up. It sounds like something from a novel, but it has actually happened. Around the corner from our flash, our gym has closed down. They shut it down. All the offices, nobody's coming to them. The gym has shut down. You know it's now opening in its place? A burger joint? A Gale's Bakery. What is a Gale's Bakery? It's like the best, like most middle class, like lovely ginger drop scones, French baguettes. The world closes a gym. And it opens a bakery. That is a sign. What are you hoping breaks up this week? What I'm hoping will break up this week is my addiction to my phone and I can be one of these smug people who just reads on the bus again. Because I read loads of books in lockdown because it was like for the first time my brain wasn't scrambled. And now I bloody learned to download stuff onto my phone. So it's game over. Oh. I'm just watching Netflix on my commute. There's no shame in that, my friend. I've become obsessed with the Real Housewives franchises. And I know it's bad for my brain in a way that it's not intellectually and giving me anything there, but I also know that it's great for my heart. Yeah, and it's and life skills. Honestly, I know which fillers to get, which lips to get, which boobs to get, how much is too much, which hairstyle to get. P.S. Everything I'm going for aesthetically is Lisa Rinna, Beverly Hills, season five. That's what I'm going for. Because anyone wonders, that is my future. I'm doing the island of the lips, all of it. What's the best franchise of all the Real Housewives? Which one? There, I think if I'm being honest, you have to go New York. We have to stand New York. It's the Ridge, really. I mean, Orange County technically came before, but no one fucking watched Orange County. New York is the original. It's kind of it at its best as well. It's just a bunch of middle-aged drunk women. 
Oh. Sitting around, getting pissed, falling off boats, falling into stuff, drunk all the time. By where the series is now, none of them are housewives. They're just divorcees. Oh. And they're all drunk all the time. Some of them are now in AA. They're all rich and drunk, and that's my kind of girl. I would prefer to be a divorcee than married. If you could just skip to being a divorcee. Fully, oh, fully agree. The only reason I'm going to get married is to get divorced. Marriage is fun, but divorce is that's oh. the goal. To be a divorcee, especially like a middle-aged oh. divorcee with all the diamonds and the jewelry and the pools and the pool boys. Oh, that's the dream. Who wants to be a wife? <laughs> Basic. That's what I'm wanting to break up. All marriages. I think all women, I don't care about the men, but all women should be divorcees. That's oh. a lifestyle. That's an aesthetic. That's yeah. a vibe, that's the mood, that's the moment. When I'm a divorcee, I'm going to wear black hats with a veil. With a veil, with a black my- veil. I want to wear a veil. <laughs> I'm very Death Becomes oh. Her vibes. That's, that's the vibe I'm going for. Watch out, boys. A divorcee has moved into the neighbourhood. Watch out, old men with a bad cough. I'm coming. Uh. <laughs> The The way they were. Well, I know somebody who I think is going to be an amazing divorcee. I see that in her future. Our fantastic guest, the amazing comedian, comedy writer, podcast host, Athena Coblenu. Athena, you've brought along your you pairing, your celebrity couple that even though they're no longer together, they remain in your heart. But Chantal, you don't know who they are yet. I do not. I'm very, very, very excited. Okay, so the magic year was 2004. George W. Bush had just won a second term. Pro-hunt campaigners were storming Tony Blair's parliament and Shrek 2 was at the top of the box office. A certain couple that year found love. Any ideas? 2004 and they found love that year. Mm -hmm. I'm presuming this is an English couple. Very English. The most English couple you'll ever get. Like the king and queen of England. I mean, so I was here in 2K4 and I was like super, I'd been here for like eight years by that point. So I was in the UK by that point. 2K4 though. And the most British couple. It's, that's just occurred to me how English their whole lives were and are. <laughs> are they actors? Yeah. How would you describe who they were in the moment? In the yeah, moment, they... one was a singer, but she was more than a singer. She was so much more of a singer, it didn't matter that she couldn't sing. Cheryl Cole. <laughs> Is it Cheryl Cole? <laughs> yes. Is yes. it Cheryl Cole? And oh my God, what's his name? And they did an amazing picture. So amazing. That amazing picture with the Hay magazine. Oh God, what is his name? What is his name? What was her name for a bit? She had his name for a bit. Oh God, what was her name? No, Cole. His name is Cole. Oh my God, gosh. Oh, Cole. Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole yeah. and Cheryl Cole. Am I right? Did I get it? Yeah. Yeah. Now this I am into. Please, (laughs) let's get involved. I have a lot of opinions about this. Here we go. Let's go. Okay. Well, first of all, a brief sort of biog. Uh, So they met in 2004. They were living in the same apartment block in North London. Cheryl had just got into Girls Aloud. It was the height of X Factor, pop stars, superstardom. She was living in the same block of flats as Ashikol Footballer. He proposed in Dubai. Oh, mm-hmm. such a naughty. I remember that. June 2005, and they married in a ceremony in Barnet, yeah. Northwest London, July 15, 2006. And then Sadly they did the, when did they do the lottery, when did they do the lottery photo shoot? She has her fingers crossed. Oh, I think that was, that was the engagement. I feel like they had a really, the most public and high profile engagement I've ever seen. I've never seen so much celebration of an engagement ever. It was almost and like... one of the biggest just, breakups as well. Yeah, she's our Kardashian. I embraced the way she lent into every 
every aspect of this relationship, in spite of the fact she was in a relationship with a footballer. It was brilliant. It was just like, the naivety. It was so wonderful. And I knew what was going to happen, but I didn't want it to happen. Where were you in your life during this period going on? I was single. I had just graduated. I was working. I was single and mingling, shall we say. I was gallivanting. I was out a lot. I was having a nice time. Right, Athena was getting laid is the subject I'm getting here. (laughs) (laughs) Athena was getting it on the regs. All right, go on. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) No comment, but I was available. I was looking for suitors. I was courting. It was a period of my life in which I was courting and I was very into my popular culture. I was into my music. I was reading my teletext every day. I was into Pop Bitch and, you know, and a site called Bossip, which is like a black American. Yes, uh, I know Bossip. Bossip is just the greatest website. It's better than Wikipedia. It's the greatest website (laughs) of all time. It is, you know, Tim Berners-Lee literally is, that's his proudest achievement. He's like, I invented the internet and someone invented Bossip. It's so great. That was me, and I kind of soaked all of this stuff up. I was well into the X Factor. Heat um, magazine, was that a big part of your Heat. Life? Oh, yeah, yeah. Heat magazine. Oh. Don't get me wrong, I was still reading Thomas Hardy. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> get you a girl that can do everything, guys. That was me. That was sucking it all up, really being into gossip and music and celebrities and having a nice time. Thinking I would live forever, guys. Did you first come across Cheryl on X Factor? Obviously, I mean... It was pop stars, so it was... Pop um, stars, it was pop stars, the groups. So pop stars, the rivals. And like. let's be clear, the real people like Liberty X. These silly yeah. headphones that I'm wearing now, these are Liberty X headphones. This is me, I'm into my music, man. And they still had the best single. I think Girls Aloud have at least bested them, have at least equaled them. Well, I mean, they had lots of singles, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, I think they equaled at least the one Liberty X single. <laughs> yeah, but they... in terms of the opening single for one of the groups from Pop Stars, yeah, Liberty X by a country. Oh, band. Sound of the Underground. Come on. Why are we sleeping on oh, Sound of is... the Underground? Work It is such a good song. I can't remember any of the members of Liberty X but I remember there was this one that was really extra and I always remember there was a dance move where they had to bang a walking stick into the ground or whatever yep. it's called and because she was so extra she would bang it extra hard <laughs> it just used to make me laugh she'd really go for yeah. it yeah Michelle uh, Heaton uh, Michelle that, Heaton's uh, oh, the uh, yes there was one who could sing there was one who had a good body and then there was the two guys and then the guys the yeah they were like the gaffers they, I think they were roadies <laughs> Yeah, if the girls were Liberty, they were the ex. They were like, no one cared. But I think like the noughties, when you look back in it, like I remember after September 11th, right? Bringing the mood up. Oh everybody God, said. But I remember all these editorials being like, oh my God, this is the end of like throwaway pop culture. This is, you know, things are going to be so serious. But then off the back of it, you had... A few years later, the noughties, which was like the most bling, tacky. You had like MTV making all these reality shows. When I think of like Cheryl Cole and Girls Aloud and all their pomp, it's like the ultimate mid-noughties, belt sort of hanging around by your waist, <laughs> mobile phones with loads of Demonte things. It yeah. seems so innocent, doesn't it? I think of double denim, bleach double denim. Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, who I almost nominated for this, to be fair, but I thought, oh, they've been done and I've got nothing new to add to that conversation. I also you think know. of, do you remember a skirt over trousers? That was like a vibe. Oh, oh God. I never got that. Yeah. That was a thing that women actively pursued in their in terms of their aesthetic. Wearing a skirt over bootleg black trousers. It was the time when you could have to have like a slogan on your ass. 
in your yeah. tracksuit. Oh, I never had one. I, that was too much for me. That's when I started to think maybe I'm getting old. And it would be like Booty. And there was a brand, I think, where the brand label would juicy. be on. Juicy. Juicy. Juicy Couture. Juicy Couture. Yeah. Juicy Couture. Yeah, juicy Couture. You had to have the, first it was velour tracksuits, then it was oh. the terry cloth. Then it was terry cloth tracksuits tucked into the Ugg boots. Oh. Believe that I walked through Greenwich Sainsbury's wearing terry cloth, <laughs> juicy Couture tracksuit bottoms tucked into my Uggs, and I felt amazing. I straightened hair, I did the lot. Lip gloss, the juicy tubes, lip gloss. I did it. I lived the dream for you girls. I remember when I was around this exact period. So imagine the whitest person you can, and that is what I look like. And I remember so well, I used to do double layers of fake bake. But then for some reason, I didn't realize that meant I also had to change the foundation. So I was still wearing my paler than pale, like clown white foundation over this. And people would stare at me in the street. And I was like, oh my God, I'm looking really cute today. Nicola from Girls Aloud, she did the major, major fake bake. And then she finally embraced her pale skin roots Mm. and became okay with it. But remember in the beginning of Girls Aloud, she was like orange brown. They really caked over those freckles. They were like, they really, nah, did. They, they really denied her Celtic heritage. Her yeah. Celtic heritage. <laughs> Speaking of problematic pasts, Cheryl, Queen of mm. Our Hearts, she had a rough go of it at the start. She's bringing it up. <laughs> I've got to tell you something. I had this thing, I don't do it anymore, but I used to collect newspaper articles for years and years. I've had anything that was interesting to me. So sometimes it'd be like about really serious stuff and sometimes about frivolous stuff. And I was going to my mum's house the other day and I went through some old stuff because she wanted me to get rid of my shit, basically. <laughs> and I found a Cheryl cold article and it's a massive headline and it goes i'm not racist i like mixed race boys <laughs> I, I, I have it in my attic i can't remember anything it down to you guys and i remember obviously would have thought to myself i'm keeping that this is before twitter so if i had twitter i would have just dragged her on twitter without any way to kind of like talk about this publicly i just kept the new paper article to be fair though athena <laughs> to be fair i've heard the girls on love island literally say that sentence of oh, oh my God, what's your type so... mixed race they white girls will actually it's... say that as a type it's like well, like, in 2021 let's not, let's not unpack that now because we'll be here all day but I yeah, love the fact that I'm not racist I just, I, like, I just like my men a little bit black it's insane I take the hot sauce at Nando's but the mediums the medium the it's, medium. it's just so outrageous so early in her career she was in a nightclub she hit a lady who was working in the toilets it ended up in court so did that change your view of Cheryl and Ashley? Did that make you like a little bit sceptical about this relationship? You have to Her understand reputation. something about me. I love people who do the things that I expect them to do. Do you remember uh, yeah. at the time, though, when she got with Ashley, people did think this is damage control. You're getting with Ashley on purpose. And of all the black people to choose to do that. What? <laughs> Ashley's not the one you know. He's not the black panther yeah, that you want to be getting with. <laughs> He's not our finest that we have to <laughs> offer. He's not giving you sort of jerk chicken for dinner. Or you go to Ashley Cole's house and you're getting fish and chips on a Friday. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it, for want of a better word, this is a very assimilated man. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, he's a mixed <laughs> race guy. He lives in the UK. And it is what it is. But I loved it because it was exactly what I expected. And it was a footballer. And I thought, this is delicious. I'm going to eat all of this up. It, and it, they did everything as they should. They did everything loud and proud. What I found really funny is if you look in his eyes in all these photo shoots that they did 
he's not, not invested in, he's in, not the, in the carriages and the <laughs> wings and the clouds and all that crap. He's literally thinking, my teammates are going to rip the piss out of me. Rip the piss. <laughs> he's just along for the ride, like, oh, this will do for a bit. I think Ashley Cole's one of those guys who's just like, yeah, okay. I think he likes a quiet life. The thought of her on the dock walking mm-hmm. towards the girls on the dock somewhere in America where she's really skinny wearing the cowboy hat and the shorts. I always remember those photos of her after they broke up. I think she was genuinely really upset about it, bizarrely. So after the breakup, she had a brief romance with Dancing with the Stars, Derek Hoff, but long distance, it didn't work out. They were in the parachute video together. And then it was during her attempt to break America. That's right. Yes, that's right. She was trying to, I think, parlay off his fame in America, which was considerable and mm. use that because wasn't that around the same time she started doing the X Factory whatever it was America's Got Talent or X Factor in America when she was really thin and yeah. the big hair the, the big, big hair, hair and the purple and orange suit on the first day and stuff and that's when she was Darren Hoff and then Americans were like we can't understand this girl <laughs> I mean it's a lot I mean she is a Geordie at the end of the day <laughs> I thought that was fair like if you think about Americans who are really famous over here they're not like from like the deep 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 south or yeah you don't you get know, too the, many like proper like new jersey new yorkers or, like proper texans or being like hey how y'all doing over here and all that yeah. you don't get that too much basically janice from friends is about as much as we'll go in terms mm, of that's the as accent as it gets for america they can take irish if it's lilty and they can take mm-hmm. scottish if it's very light scottish but like the regional accents of england that are a bit like well that ain't english to me they, they don't they don't like it it has to be queens it needs they to be think everyone Italian. in liverpool sounds like daphne from fraser who did she date next so next up was french restaurateur jean bernard fernandez versini after a three-month courtship they got married but then sadly it ended two years later in divorce. But then, don't worry too much, Athena. She found love afterwards. She got together with Liam Payne. Liam Payne. 2017. Because she was on X Factor. She was a judge. So it's like getting together with your old teacher, which, (laughs) if it's good enough for the president of France, good enough. But sadly, that relationship didn't work out either. They split up, but they still have a little baby together. Athena, do you still follow Cheryl's love life? Do you sort of keep an eye on her? I sadly don't. And I don't know where she is right now. I don't know what she's doing. I've not heard anything. There's not been a new album. I've not seen her do any of her dancing where you can see her count in because she's so good. <laughs> she's literally such a bad dancer. Literally, literally every time. <laughs> it's, it, someone it somewhere told her she was an amazing dancer and someone let her believe that. And now she's convinced that she's a Janet Jackson. It was fascinating to me when she judged that BBC dance show and they had her right? I was just like this is the most insane this is, it was crazy could you imagine someone like Cheryl Cole saying you're a good or a bad answer <laughs> like, and you just say well if, if she says you're good you'll probably think oh my god I'm terrible and, and if she says you're bad you'll think I'm probably better than you think I am um, because she has no credibility please rewatch the fight for this love video to see some really generic Oh, okay. watch the Fight we... for Your Love live oh. performance on X Factor. It's <laughs> incredible. They have a really complicated routine and they just boil it down. They dial it down. They dial it down. Like, this is what we're left with now. This is all you can do. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's like a next robotic at best. We can all do it. We can all join in. It wasn't quite single ladies. <laughs> 
weirdly enough, I actually read Cheryl Cole's autobiography, Cheryl. I read it years ago and I just, because I took screen grabs of it because it was so funny. I've screen grabbed two little bits about her getting together with Ashley. So this is how she described how they got together. So just remember, we're in the pomp, mid noughties. She's probably wearing her halter top going on, hair straightened. Do, no, no, the next day. That's me trying to be. <laughs> you can't what are you doing? I can't, I can't understand the word you're saying. I can't understand what the word. This is why she did not work in America. Was she actually Irish? Do you have a Geordie accent? The next day, I bumped into Ashley. Not long afterwards, I was secretly pleased when he asked me yet again for my number. Okay, then, I said. And I don't think Ashley was prepared for that answer. I'll, uh text you he said blushing and smiling the next text i received from him a few days later said what you up to and it's like to like the number to which i replied not much what you up to oh god these two this is amazing isn't it this is, I mean, what a this is like, this like bridgerton this is i imagine sylvia plath and her lovers getting together <laughs> We started texting each other loads after that, and we were both beginning to wonder where we could go from there. Oh, God. Nando's. Henry Miller and Nice <laughs> Men, you got nothing on these two. These two are it. Athena, <laughs> where could you imagine Ashley and Cheryl on the first date? Bear in mind, I think they were probably living in Barnet or North London at least. <laughs> probably yes. like Spire's shopping centre. There's a nice new look there for anyone that's familiar with the geography of Barnet. Possibly a Weatherspoons. There are some quality Weatherspoons. There's one plate of Weatherspoons called the Tally Ho in North Finchley. I imagine mm-hmm. that he took her there. I imagine okay, it's somewhere so, classy. So this is the key romantic moment where she knew something magical was happening. There we go. I Watch s- out, Shakespeare. <laughs> I started play fighting with him, just messing about. And then all of a sudden, he pulled me down onto the city, looked me straight in the eye and said, I fucking love you. <laughs> Now, it was my turn to laugh because this was so unexpected. Ashley had clearly even managed to surprise himself. He actually went green in the face. He went green in the face where he got people sick from saying he loved her. (laughs) Ashley, Cheryl, in their pub, in their glory... Young Athena, who would you want a night out on the town with? Would it have been Ashley or Cheryl? Oh, it would be Cheryl, absolutely. I would have wanted to go out with Cheryl Cole, absolutely. Because don't forget, this is my heyday we're talking about here. I use the word gallivanting a lot because it's the only way I can describe <laughs> I used to go to this place, this is off topic, I used to go to this place in central London called The Reflex. And it was like this, like, this 80s bar. And me and my friends would all go, nice. like, I worked with, we'd all go after work. And it was just covered in like 80s paraphernalia so there was like a DeLorean sticking out of the wall it was like neon everywhere and we just get trashed and go there oh. for no reason and I think Cheryl would have loved the night out at the reflex it was in like um, St Paul's or something in London oh um, no cool part of yeah. town St Paul's <laughs> by the city Woo! I think when you have, the kids hang out I think when you have like a group of friends it's like all diverse and all different people you kind of end up doing quite cheesy things because oh everyone knows the 80s and it was close to our workplace too and it was open till really late. Oh, Cheryl would have loved that. And you know what? She could have met many other Ashley Coles there. You know, she you know what else, Athena? She could have taught you a few moves. 
Yes, she was so talented. As a choreographer, she could really make you and your friends into a crew. Because there we were copying Jane Fonda and other 80s icons. She was like really gorgeous. She had lovely little outfits. No one could deny she was gorgeous. She was stunning. Yeah. And then Ashley's so handsome, his lovely little face. Then they really did rebrand themselves as like the Beckhams.0. They were really. I think that's what they were pitching for. Nobody can beat the Beckhams in terms of unions. No one in the world. Everything about the Beckhams is insane. I think they weren't doing it with enough irony. I think Cheryl really believed that what they were doing visually was stunning. And I think she did really think Ashley Cole was the one. And as we've established, he's not the one. Do you think she went in like wide-eyed innocence and actually thought, this guy loves me, we're going to be together forever? Like, How aware wide-eyed do you think she was of what she was getting into? Wide-eyed innocence, like a Disney princess mm-hmm. who thinks they were in a Disney movie and not in a horror movie. Do you think it scarred her and has now hardened her? And then all her future relationships, she very much more knew, like, it's going well, to her future ones kind of knowing what's going on a bit more they say once you go black you never went back and Ashley Cole made her go back she dipped her toe into the mixed race waters and she was like no more for me so I don't remember there being any more photo shoots I don't remember her doing anything particularly high profile and then she's dropped the surname so now it didn't matter oh for a little while when she was married to the restaurateur she was carrying his surname publicly yeah she was but Frasini people couldn't be asked to say it it was far too long for the British public oh it was um, a so, nightmare that name yeah so people just started calling her Cheryl I thought it was quite funny that she would go back to Tweedy bless her I thought it was a sign of Brexit the fact that nobody could be bothered to say Frasini you're right they should have been a, they but wasn't it hyphenated was that another husband it was it was hyphenated <sighs> it was Fernandez hyphen Frasini yeah for Fernandez Fasini, yeah. Because I remember they were doing the X Factor and they had to put the name up on... It was so... It was a small font. It was the smallest font. I kind of thought she'd do a Tina Turner and be like, I'm keeping my name. Because Cheryl Cole, as a name, is a strong name. It's Mm -hmm. a very exclusive typeface on the X Factor. If you've got a surname that's over five letters, it's going to be in font 12 to get onto the screen, sadly. So she should have chosen more wisely. Athena, did you ever have an Ashley in your life, like an equivalent, like first romance at the time? you're like oh my god obviously this is forever oh my god maybe I am the Ashley (laughs) if I haven't had it it's probably me (laughs) if I have I've not known about it in all honesty I probably without realising it infused some of Ashley Cole's values you know I'm a mixed race Londoner myself I obviously was probably influenced by him in more ways than I realised and I lived that life and it was very fun I was in the reflex Reflexing. Are you dating a Newcastle <laughs> pop star boy? I wasn't dating PJ and Duncan, if that's what you're getting at. Oh, you missed out there, mate. Oh, oh, you missed out there. I, I've never dated a footballer, really. I just think of those pictures of them. There was at the Euros, and Victoria yep. was there. And Cheryl, Cheryl was there. Behind. And the little baker boy cat. The baker boy cat. Oh. They're both really tanned arms. There was really lots of fake tan back Do then. You know oh, what? Yeah. That was the peak. It's probably that was the moment at which footballers were like, we've got to tone this down, guys. Yeah. It never got that ridiculous again. That was, yeah. the, was that Germany. The, the, the wags. Yeah. The wags. That was when wags that, was it. When all the wags were allowed to go over. I think that was peak wag. And um, I think that's when the TV show Footballers' Wives came out along after oh, that as well. Yeah. It was like a vibe then. And you had, mm-hmm. as also in the UK media, you had Closer and Heat and Now, and you had all of those magazines and OK and Hello and The Mirror and The Sun. You know, it was like the UK media was intense. It was all happening all at once, you know. It kind of all came together at the same time. And the centre of it was the king and queen 
Cheryl and Ashley. <laughs> Cheryl and Ashley, your number one. So we know that Cheryl now doing well. She's got a kid, little bear. Ashley has now a longtime girlfriend, an Italian model who does look suspiciously, I think, like Cheryl. They have two children together. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know Ashley settled down. I've settled down, guys. Oh. <laughs> you really are Ashley. <laughs> I mean, he's good looking, you're good looking. I'm just saying. Oh, you. you literally, you know, Athena, Ashley's, I'm sending them her letters. I'm just saying, there's a vibe here. You know what they say? It's the old saying start off as Cheryl, live long enough to become the Ashley. That's right. Yeah, I've forgotten about that saying. And I've just realised my whole life and treading that path to this moment today. If I meet Ashley ever, I'll, I'll tell him. Yeah, thank you. So I think it's time for the question that we put to it. Everybody with their one true pairing, their love. Athena, Cheryl and Ashley, they're no longer together. But after the breakup, which would you think thrived? Thrived and which survived? I think we have to say that Ashley thrived. If we're talking about romance. Yeah, I think romance, you're right. Because, you know, Cheryl tried over and over again to find that soulmate, true love, and she was looking in all kinds of weird places and restaurants that she helped put together. She really dug deep. I mean, I don't mind an age difference, if I'm honest. Because it's, you know, it's about how old you think. It's not how, you know, within confines of the law, guys. Um, (laughs) Let's put that in there. But yeah, it was quite the age difference. Do you know when someone says, oh, I've got me, my boyfriend, and you go, fine, and you meet them, and you just sort of think, oh, yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't think, I think Ashley is the one that thrived. You're right. I think Ashley did his thing, and then went off, and he went off to play football in America. And it was just like, I've had enough. I'm never going to go be a, okay, yes, man again. And he learned his lesson and he's probably grown up a bit too. I think Cheryl met Ashley 10 years too soon. I was just going to yeah. say, he was just too young. He was too young emotionally in his mind. And also a footballer at 26, whatever he was, or 25, <clears throat> is like a regular boy at like 15. Right? Just think about this. He's a footballer in an apartment. You can own a house. You earn 40 grand a week. What are you doing in a flat? Why is your kitchen in your living room, Ashley? You earn 40 grand a week. Do you know what I mean? He's probably in the studio. It's all one big room as well. Why is your bathroom an ensuite? It doesn't make any sense. You earn 40 grand a week, Ashley. Why am I in this apartment? Why do I have to take a lift to get into your house? To get into your house. It's like you're so rich. Buy a house. So that's how much of a playboy he was. And most footballers, they genuinely marry and have kids really young. It's like, you know, by the time they're 20, 23, like Raheem Sterling has like two or three kids already right and he's, he's not an old guy in his 20s um oh you know wayne and Colleen were like childhood sweethearts yeah. it's, really, it's a common narrative i think people around footballers make them settle down because they think it will anchor them and help them mm-hmm. in their careers or whatever but not actually that's the red flag if you meet a 26 year old footballer and he's not in a, any kind of committed relationship already it was in a flat on the yeah. 17th floor of buildings <laughs> like red flag that's the red Run. flag for real so we ask all romance experts, if you're experts in love, maybe you can help out other lonely celebrities. So who do you think would make the perfect partner for celebrity we both really love? Who would be your dream partner for sure? Share. Share. Yes. You said it like Silla Black would say it. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, we like, tried to make our guests as comfortable as possible, Athena. So we hope that you would appreciate it. 
<laughs> so she has an icon, you mm. know, top tweet. So it's got to be a guy that is on it's... her level. Oh, who would be good? I think opposites attract. So Cher is an extrovert. She's really loud. She's really political. She's very funny, hilarious. She's on point pretty much all the time. She's an all-round good egg, I think. So we need someone who is understated, but devilish. Quietly confident. Quietly yeah. confident. Guys, we think of the same person, Hugh Edwards. Let it settle. Let it settle in your brains. Come on. I'm going to let that marinate for yeah. a bit. Think I'm about that it. And Just, it's, you know what? It's coming out spicy. Because you know how, um, like, Lily Allen is going out with the guy from... Yes, the guy from Stranger Things. And at first you're like, what? And then you're like... Oh, yes, he, Yeah, he'd give and a good And she looks her healthiest and happiest ever. You're right. Yeah. And also, I like the way her going, Hugh. Like, her saying that name, Hugh. <laughs> yeah. And, really- like, he'd been Hollywood all confused by it all. By egg white omelettes, where's the yolk? And all this stuff. <laughs> and she would be like, oh, that's so cute, Hugh. And they'd get on, like, a house on fire. <laughs> I like it. I love it. Athena, is there anything that you would like our listeners to watch out for? Where can we find you? Before I said that, I just want to say, I wasn't really like Ashley Cole in my 20s. I just <laughs> <laughs> Like, just to put it out there I've got a podcast called Keeping Athena Company it's not like this it's just a high concept podcast you have set questions and everything people just come to my house and chat if you find me on my socials that's where you can see what I'm up to so my podcast and my socials and my surname isn't too long for the X Factor so. everyone goes to her podcast it's amazing I've heard my stories as myself it is really good oh bless thank you no it's good you're skilled you've got skills girl oh thanks man thanks <laughs> The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye! Goodbye! The The way they were. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for season nine. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.